Welcome to Texans All Access, brought to you in part by Red Diamond, the preferred coffee and iced tea of the Houston Texans. Here's the snap, looking, flips the ball, diving for the pylon, and he's got it! Razzle-dazzle, touchdown, Houston! And the Texans go in front! Game day is every day. We had a lot of energy, and we brought a lot of spark for this organization. The best is yet to come. Five nights a week, the hits keep on coming. Ball is out. The Texans say they have it, and they do! Now, it's Texans All Access. Welcome into Texans All Access on a Tuesday. We rejoin you once again, Mark Vandermeer, Drew Doherty, and myself. DP Sidhu just wrapped up an hour with Max Sharping. I think that's the first time we've ever had him on the Houston Texans player show. So lots to get to with him. Lots to get to in this hour of all access, because since we last played on Thursday, a lot has changed. And now, oh, look, the Indianapolis Colts are coming into town. But first of all, guys, how's it going? How did you enjoy your mini bye week, as Mark likes to call it? Mm-hmm. It was Good. nice. It was nice. I mean, look, uh, that was Thanksgiving. It was great to have a win. And we'll be talking about it for a long time. Look, we talked about the last one for eight years, you know, beating Detroit in 2012. We'll talk about this for another eight years. And maybe we'll talk about that one for 16 years. But it, it was terrific to be able to do that, to, to see the Texans win like that. Um, I know the news of the day on Monday is something we need to get into because it's certainly, you know, it's like that Monty Python scene and the meaning of life when the Grim Reaper comes into the dinner party and says, uh, you know, he just announces his presence, and somebody says, will that cast rather a gloom over the evening? Uh, that cast rather a gloom over the week uh, with what Will Fuller and Radley Roby revealed. But you know what? Here we go. It's 2020. Let's rock on, baby. And what a disappointing way to end a very fun weekend. I feel like I enjoyed that win for a good three days. Enjoyed my time off, watched all the games with a smile on my face, and then yesterday... Of course, let's just get right into it. Let's just get right into Hot Reads presented by Geico. Go to geico.com, and in 15 minutes, you could save 15% or more on car insurance. Well, the big news that we're alluding to, the Houston Texans officially placed Will Fuller and Bradley Roby on the reserve suspended list this afternoon. Both are going to miss six games after testing positive for performance-enhancing drugs. They issued their statements on social media yesterday, which is how most of the world found out. First, Will Fuller issued his apology in a statement saying he's going to miss the rest of the season, um, and the, in, which is included in the six games. And then several hours later, just as we were digesting that news, Bradley Roby came out with similar news. So a big hit for the Texans because, I mean, other than Deshaun Watson and J.J. Watt, I feel like these are guys that are really cornerstone pieces of the offense and defense. But, you know, it's next man up. But still, it's, it's going to be a, a pretty tough and big pill to swallow for the rest of 2020. It sure is. I think the loss comes harder and hits harder on the defensive side because you still have Brandon Cooks, who's playing like a pro bowler, who is a deep threat, who's doing excellent work so far this year. Kiki QT, he's done nice things the last couple of weeks. You have better depth there, I think, on the whole than you do as opposed to what you have with Bradley Roby because, boy, when he was out, uh, you saw Jake Luton throw for 300 plus yards on and, and nearly, you know, pull off a win at Jacksonville. So this, this is tough. It's going to hurt. And uh, you're going to be able to compensate. And I, I don't think Deshaun Watson is going to fall off a cliff. I know there have been immediately after the, the Fuller uh, suspension got announced, the stats about with Fuller in the lineup versus without Fuller in the lineup, they came to the fore and they're pretty glaring for Deshaun Watson, yeah. but 
That's Deshaun Watson of 17, 18, and 19. The one we're seeing right now is a lot different, and it's in his own words. He's just spreading the ball around. He's just being a, a point guard and finding the open guy and not forcing things. So, yeah, it's going to hurt not having Will Fuller, but I don't think you're going to see the drop-off be as significant as we saw in years past. I just think it's funny, Drew, because it's like this is Gladiator when Commodus stabs Gladiator in the side with the knife before the big battle at the end. Like you took a big hit here with your top receiver and top corner out because if if you just lose one of them, that's one thing. Like let's say you just lost Roby. Well, you could win a shootout, right? And maybe you could still win a shootout. But by losing both of them, I mean, that weakens you on both sides of the football significantly. And you mentioned, I think you bring up a great point. You could probably absorb it more on offense, as crazy as that sounds, in a year where you're not running the football well at all, uh, according to what you've done in the past. And I just think you're right, though. Uh, You don't have Kenny Stills. You don't have Fuller. You don't have Randall Cobb. He's on IR. But you do have Cooks, who... I think is getting really comfortable with Watson right now. They're building chemistry. It's not just deep threats. Uh, Cooks is catching those over the middle, short passes, turning them into at least 10, 15 yards. You know, those kinds of things in a zone. I love seeing that. Let's see what QT can do. Aiken steps up. Duke has really emerged as much more of a pass catcher than he's ever been as a Houston Texan. And Who's Mr. X? Stevie Mitchell. Is it going to be somebody else like a Chad Hansen coming up or whatever they do, whatever they decide to do here as far as receiver depth goes. Let's see it. Isaiah Coulter, he's already active. So we'll see if they fit him into the lineup. And DP, I, I know you got a point to make, but I just want to make sure yes. I'm not minimizing the loss of Will Fuller. No, I, know, I, mean, I know. Geez, this hurts. But <laughs> the Texans can still do some damage because it's not their, it's not their quarterback that they've lost. You know, Deshaun Watson's still right. upright and going to be able to take snaps, but yeah, I want Will Fuller back in this lineup. I, I don't want, want him out of it, but you can still make stuff happen without him. I'm glad you guys are both so positive because I was really down in the doldrums about this. I felt like you finally have Fuller and Cooks healthy, two guys that have had battled with injuries in the past. They've been healthy all season, so much so that you feel comfortable releasing Kenny Stills because he's actually not gotten any playing time behind those two. And you think, okay, he can go off and – and, you know, I, we saw the reports. It was a mutual parting of ways. I thought Kenny Stills could go latch on with another team. He's a veteran wide receiver, eight years in the league. He's not getting playing time here. And then Randall Cobb, a slot receiver that you really just started incorporating into this offense. He goes on IR. Maybe he comes back in a week or two. Maybe he doesn't. Who knows? But you've, you sort of had a lot to choose from in the wide receiver group, so much so that everybody wasn't even getting their time on the field. You couldn't get Isaiah Coulter on the field. Kiki QT couldn't get on the field. And now it's like, down goes Cobb, down goes Fuller, out goes um, uh, Kenny Stills. And, and you know, I have to think that w- looking at Will Fuller, I know everybody's wondering what's going to happen with him next year because obviously his rookie contract's going to be up. But I was really thinking that Fuller was headed to an all-pro type of season. You know, you finally get a season out of him where he's going to finally get the accolades that I think he really so rightly deserved but just couldn't stay healthy long enough on the field to get them. And, you know – this might have been his best season ever. Will he have a repeat season like this? Who knows? Only time will tell if he's going to be as healthy as he, as he was this year. But it just, it's, just seems like such a shame that it has to cut, be cut short because of something like that. It wasn't even injury. It was something that none of us, none of us saw coming. You know? and, and I'm not trying to minimize the fact that Bradley Roby's out. We saw what happened against Green Bay when he went out on that first opening drive 
Devonte Adams. I mean, you certainly got a lot of wide receivers that you still have to cover for the remainder of the year. You've got T.Y. Hilton that has had a slow start to 2020, but he's finally sort of getting things, uh, you know, get, getting his stride on just now in time for uh, the Texans, of course, yeah. here in week 13. But I don't know. I mean, you guys are very positive about it. I'm still a little meh about the news because I just feel like, gosh, it sure was fun watching them. You know, I, I just had a lot of fun watching that Thanksgiving game and Drew and I, we wrote a bunch of stories and I really want to pay, play on Thanksgiving again so we can use all of our Thanksgiving puns in a win, um, you know, because that was, that was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun well, to write about the stories and, and to watch that come to fruition. But I mean, such is life. You got to move on. It's, it's like a Romeo and Juliet Shakespearean tragedy, you know, you just... <laughs> <laughs> sad music starts i mean i'm just that's kind of where i'm at i'm just keeping it real guys that's just where i'm at right now in week 13 i know this team you know is going to be a stretch to get to the playoffs but i thought okay well at least we've got this fun offense to watch i'm not saying it won't be fun but it's going to take me a minute to get used to all this well we've had over 24 hours and it's kind of like uh you know a bad loss where you have the 24 hour rule and i think that has something to do with it but I don't want to minimize what I went through because I needed therapy, actually, when uh, hearing this information. Uh, and it was it reminded me of other times I've heard stuff like this uh, as a Houston Texan when you had Brian Cushing in 2009. I mean, that was really hard to take because mm. he had just gotten through defensive player of the year, rookie of the year, not defensive player of the year, but rookie of the year uh, as a defensive player, Pro Bowl rookie season. And he was on fire in 2009 and then we get the news he's going to miss the first four games of 2010 we all know how 2010 went because he comes back and promptly D'Amico Ryans goes out for the year and I don't have to relive that whole season but the whole thing is I, I remember other times in Texans history I've heard bad news and this was really bad news and it's funny because funny strange because you're four and seven and you feel like, oh, we got something good going on now and you do you're going on a little run we always wanted to see the run this year here's the run and by the way, there's no Will Fuller and Bradley Roby for the rest of the run, however long it lasts. And like we said, uh, you can build a case that they can overcome it, but it, you'd much rather have them because I think with Fuller and Roby, the way they're playing now, look, it's not like they're setting the world on fire defensively, but they're playing a whole lot better defensively than they were. And I'm sure the Colts were coming in here like, we just lost to the Titans. Now we got to deal with this Texans team that's getting hot. So the Texans take these two big dents and we'll see what happens. But I talked to Matt Taylor, DP, along the lines of the T.Y. Hilton story. He's the voice of the Colts. And he said, uh, they don't need T.Y. to be T.Y. 100-yard, 200-yard receiver. They just need T.Y. to do you know, what he did last week, catch one touchdown maybe and be a threat and occupy attention because they do have a lot of other places to go with the ball. They do have more balance in their attack. So we'll see how that goes. And I know we can get into that as this program progresses. Yeah, you talk about dense I mean, for me, I think the far bigger dent is Roby, you know, and his importance in the, the defense because, like, the defense didn't really look awful the last couple of weeks, and it had looked pretty awful for the big the first half of the season. Uh, this is really – I wonder how they overcome because it's, it's probably the thinnest spot, you know, position group-wise yeah. on the team, whereas receiver had been the thickest and the, and the most abundant. And now you take away your best guy at your thinnest spot – when you've actually been doing some things. So I, I wonder how they compensate, who moves around, what do they do as far as, you know, spinning the wheel blitz wise. I mean, how does that affect things? Because it has a big, big impact on what they're going to do defensively because the defense has been playing so much better lately. 
You know, the, the, uh, I think it was Anthony Weaver was asked about it weeks ago about Lonnie Johnson when, you know, there were injuries at cornerback. Will he go back to corner? Will he stay at safety? It seems like he's going to stay at, he's going to stay at safety for now, but then, yeah. you know, you've got other options, I suppose, Philip Gaines along with Hargraves. What do you do at cornerback? You know, who fills that spot of, of Roby? I mean, I don't, I think there is a drop-off after Roby goes out because obviously he's, he's just a unique you know, type of corner. You don't have a guy that can play man, man to man coverage the way that he, he does, but how do you make up for a loss like that? Is it, do you change your scheme? Do you, do you put in a, just a one-to-one substitution for Roby? I mean, how do you make up for a loss like that? I think that you, <laughs> you I don't know about These are all questions you know, I have this week. <laughs> you know, you play zone, man, whatever. But I, I think, you know, you have who you have and you got to hope everyone plays really well. And, and maybe you do tr- try some surprises along the line of scrimmage up front, you know, and, and when you take those risks, you could get burned and you probably will for a play or two, but maybe you make more plays for yourself than they make for themselves. Because look at what Anthony Weaver has been doing lately. I think he and the defense, they're getting more comfortable in their own skin as far as when to blitz these DBs. You know, Justin Reed has back-to-back games with sacks. He's never had a sack sack in his career, and now he has two in a row in in back-to-back games, and maybe he can do it again. You know, maybe you see other DB blitzes like that in order to just get some extra pressure. Maybe Watt erupts. You know, the Watt pick six in the Thanksgiving game it just seemed to open the floodgates for the Houston Texans. You know, you're down 7 nothing. They look good on an early drive, kind of like the Patriots look good on an early drive, and then all of a sudden uh, you got yourself going and you won the game. So with Detroit, they look good on an early drive, and then Watt gets to pick six, and things completely change. Maybe there's another one of those, maybe not a pick six, but a big play, a big sack, maybe a turnover, something to get yourself going because I think they need an early score in this one. they got to get out to a lead somehow. Um, Johnny talked about the element of surprise on offense. You know, you can, and maybe you have a little bit on defense. I'm not sure, but on offense anyway, you could do something that they're not really expecting because they're not sure how you're going to handle it. I'm not sure how they're going to handle it because Cooks and QT in their roles with no fuller, do they change? Do they change roles a little bit? I don't know how. The other thing about it is this. You're not the Denver Broncos playing a practice squad quarterback here, and you found out the night before. you got a whole week here. They've had all day Tuesday game plan. Let's see what we can do. Tim Kelly and company, let's put something together and then implement, implement it Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Maybe they come up with something that's going to be effective against this Colts defense, which is smarting after giving up all those yards to Derrick Henry. You don't have Derrick Henry. You don't have that running attack, but you could surprise them maybe early, get a little lead, and I'm not saying hang on and ride that into the finish, but jump on them early and make them doubt their situation a little bit because they are smarting. I mean, I know this. That was a huge loss for them. They're at home. They got a chance to take the lead in the division, sole possession, have two wins over the Titans, and they get smacked around. I mean, they gave up a season-high point total before halftime. So maybe they're feeling it right now, and you can make them feel it even more. They had so many players out due to being on the COVID reserve list. Yeah. They had injuries. I mean, I wonder how healthy that Colts team is going to be heading in to Sunday's game. I mean, even their offensive line, I know we're going to get into that a little bit more. Their offensive line's all banged up. They may, they're, they're going to probably be without their left tackle on Sunday. They were without their center. They had a guy playing center who had never taken a single snap in an NFL game. And I think even at center, you know, the rookie from ball state, but the Colts have a lot of, they have a lot of injuries happening right now. So it, it might be a good ripe time to try out some of your younger receivers. 
you know, and, and, and see what, what you're able to put together this Sunday. You know, they're without a lot of guys, but I don't think you should diminish what the Titans were able to do because the Titans were starting David Questenberry at left tackle. And we all love David Questenberry, but he's playing because they're guys that have gotten hurt. Tyler Lewan is out. You know, they were, you know, the Titans were not, you know, at full strength up front either. And they whipped them around like Mark was talking about, just absolutely bludgeoned that Colts team. So, hey, I want to know who's back this week. You know, is DeForest Buckner back in the lineup? Doesn't sound like Costanzo is going to get to go on the other side of the ball for the Colts. So, it's like you said, they're smarting too, but, you know, they had their chances against the Titans as well because that was, in a lot of ways, a piecemeal offensive line for Tennessee. I think Buckner, if he if he's not a go because of the COVID and when exactly is he eligible? Is it in time for the trip to get on the plane? That kind of thing. Like if he can't go on Sunday, that's a huge miss for them. He's been he's been really good for them. Yeah. And look, I always go back to this. You know, they paid a lot. They paid a lot for DeForest Buckner in terms of transaction and then the contract. But he's good. I mean, that's a worthy investment as long as he's yeah. healthy and he's not uh, able to go or he hasn't been able to go. Uh, last week anyway. So uh, that would be a big miss for them, a big plus for the Texans. You know, it's you know what I love, though? You're four and seven. We're talking about this like this is a huge game and you can get the division lead. Look, we all know where the Texans are at, but we we, we love having this run here. I really like this. You know, let's just keep it going. You get this one. I'm not saying you're like, oh, my gosh, you're sailing into the postseason, but I love making the Colts miserable no matter what the circumstances are, and you got a golden opportunity to do that, and then just take it from there. Is it? Is it, this has got to be the latest that these two teams have ever played each other? I mean, it's the latest that since I've been. Oh, with the to Texans, start the series. To start the series, usually these two teams face each other pretty early on. Maybe at the latest they'll face each other in November, but I don't think it's ever. There's ever been a case where they haven't even faced each other until December, and then it's two and three weeks. Right, Mark? Can you remember a time when it's been so, I'm not putting you on I'm the spot. I'm sure it's happened. I'm I feel sure. like we we open the season sometimes even against the Colts way back in the day. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think that this is the latest it's been. I'll, I'll grant you this since the Texans have been really relevant in the last 10 years. I'll, I'll go with you on that. I got to look it up. I mean, it might have happened before like ages ago, but yeah, you make a good point because often it's the Titans. We've seen it with them. We've seen it with the Jags where you start the season series really late. And they want these divisional games, you know, they want at least some meaningful divisional games late, preferably the last weekend or two or more, mm -hmm. because they they know that you know it's all going to come down to that. The Texans have the Titans uh, last day of the season again uh, at home. So we'll see how that goes. Uh, but and often the Texans have opened against the Jags and the Colts twice. You're right. In 2010, 2011, they opened against the Colts. So. Yeah, this might be the latest that the two-game set has gotten started with five weeks to go in the season. Uh, and we saw it on the schedule coming in. We knew that this was going to be important, and it's obviously more important to the Colts right now the way the standings go, but uh, let's just keep this roll going here. 2012, it was the latest because that's when they the first time they played them, they clinched the division, and then they, oh, they could have like locked up home field in a bye with the last game, and they lost. Because remember that the Colts closed the game with like a nine-minute drive in the fourth quarter yeah. to win, win that That's one. a great point. That, year. They won the division at home against Andrew Luck as a rookie. Yep. Then they played Minnesota. And got smoked. And they got smoked by Christian Ponder, Sam Ponder's husband. And that was the Colts' win was after the Patriots' loss on a Monday night, yep. that, that bludgeoning back. up there. 
So you beat the Colts, then you lose to the Vikings, and now you got to beat the Colts again last day of the regular season up there and can't do it against rookie Andrew Luck and Deji Kareem returning a kickoff for a touchdown who would later join the Houston Texans. All right, that was actually don't ask me why I wrote. That was the year before I joined. Drew's right. I just looked it up. So in 2012, the first time these two teams met was December 16th, and then they met again on December 30th. That's super late. I mean, that, is that is really is late. Super late. That is okay. super late. That's the year that the Texans went on that big uh, playoff run. They they won what, what five in a row before they lost to Green Bay. So yeah, they did. They had not played the Colts in that. Yeah, early six. Stretch of the yeah, season. they went eleven and one to start the year. 11 yeah. and one to start the year. I can't believe, you know what? This is a bad moment for me. Cause I should have remembered that. that <laughs> That's not that thing. long ago, Mark. I'm disappointed. I think the more painful, the memory, I kind of block it out a little <laughs> bit. And that last, I mean, I'll never forget flying home from that trip. The last day of the regular season after a loss and you're going to the playoffs and you feel horrible because you blew home field throughout. And that was a, it was right there in your hand. And that would have been, I mean, that would have been tremendous to have a week off, get ready for whoever. That was a great opportunity to get to the Super Bowl. Stop me. All right, one more hot read. Across the league, it's a virtual day again. Team facilities remain closed due to COVID-19 concerns. The NFL mandated that all in-person activities be canceled from Monday and Tuesday, unless teams were playing on Monday or Tuesday. So Romeo Cornell conducting business. From home yesterday, did his press conference from home. Obviously, he wasn't asked about the Fuller Bradley Roby news because that came out later in the day. But uh, team activities should resume in person tomorrow on Wednesday. But league is really coming down and getting a lot stricter with some of these COVID measures now as we head into the final month of the season. They don't want to see anything off track. And we'll get into it around the league too because a lot of games being moved around. It's mm-hmm. sort of a domino effect this late in the season because everyone's already had their buys. And you only have so many weeks to, to get all these games in. Can I have a rant later on on the uh, scheduling of the Wednesday afternoon game? Can I do that <laughs> later on? Schedule schedule me in for that. And I will also, schedule you for that. The, the shutdown, the Monday-Tuesday shutdown affected us. I mean, we're not supposed to go into the stadium right. to the business offices, even though we're not breathing on the players. But it's just <laughs> the way it is. And I get it because you see what's happening with the schedule. And knock wood, knock whatever you can. The Houston Texans are doing a really good job with the COVID stuff. Now that might be partial luck, but I think they've really set themselves up well for success. And you had the positive, the bye week, you know, we really haven't had too much difficulty here, relatively speaking compared to some of these other clubs. And and that's a great thing for the Texans because can you imagine being the Ravens or, I mean, the Broncos with no quarterbacks, the Texans are doing a nice job. Now you have five weeks to go. So I'll shut up because you still have about a third of the season to go a little, little bit less, obviously, uh, but so far, so good. I don't know about you guys, but seeing the situation in Denver made me think, man, if this had happened like four years ago, five years ago, Texans would be rolling Shane Leckler out there at quarterback. And I wonder, <laughs> I wonder what Shane Leckler thought of all this because you know he, he noticed it. I don't know how much football he watches because he's an outdoorsman. He's got a life. But I wonder what he thought and how much confidence he would have had going out there and being a quarterback in an NFL game. You know who else has, has played quarterback before, and he's on IR right now? Bernardrick McKinney. Also, oh. Titus Howard. Wasn't Titus yeah. Howard a quarterback? So you've got a, couple of, you got a couple of guys that played quarterback at the collegiate level, not at the NFL level. So I'm not saying it's going to be 
uh, just as easy to slip right back into that role. But I mean, the I remember the emergency quarterback situation was always something we'd want to ask about, and nobody would ever divulge who the emergency quarterback was. I mean, it's bizarre theater to think about. Titus Howard, Wildcat. <laughs> okay, take the well, Randall, snap. Randall Cobb could have done that because Randall Cobb ran the Wildcat at Kentucky. That's true. Very, oh, yeah. very he, well in college. Yeah. Oh yeah, he could have done it, but he's on IR right now. So if exactly. we needed this right now, we'd be in big trouble with Cobb <laughs> on IR. Look, I think that the Broncos. I mean. I watched some of that game because it was, you know, morbid curiosity. And I was, I was actually rooting for them to move the ball. I mean, I don't want the Broncos to win. They're actually ahead of the Texans in the overall AFC standings, but uh, I wanted to see them move the ball a little bit. Cause I was rooting for the underdog. I just was, I, I, every time they made a play, you know, the saints made a play on defense, which was pretty much every play. And they mm-hmm. celebrated like just so exuberantly. I was like, okay, I mean, you're excited. You made your play, but, Let's just dial it back a bit, pal. Okay, <laughs> right. remember who you just did this against, all right? Let's right. just take it easy. All right, well, I know that I was in my doldrums a little bit earlier on, but I'm going to snap myself out of it because Deshaun Watson is out there. He's healthy. He is having a tremendous, tremendous season. Some really amazing, fun, wild facts about number four because he's just on pace for a record-breaking season. We'll get into some reasons for optimism as we move on this final month. Um, of the NFL. And then we'll go around the league with your latest COVID news. And I've scheduled Mark in for his schedule change rant. That's all coming up on Texans All Access. Don't go anywhere. Texans TV takes over Saturday nights. Catch Extra Points, followed by Texans 360, Saturday night at 1030 or after the late local news. Two is better than one. How many times have you heard that one? More than once, I bet, because it just adds up. For example, there are two, not one, great reasons to fill up with Chevron with Tecron. Number one, unbeatable cleaning power. And number two, or maybe this should be number one, unbeatable mileage. Plus, Chevron puts Tecron in every grade, every gallon of their gasoline. So that's two, no wait, three unbeatable reasons to go with the one and only Chevron with Tecron. Care for your car. Behind every incredible play are thousands of data points you might otherwise miss, such as player speed, field location, and movement patterns. The NFL uses AWS to process this large and complex data in real time. It's called NextGen Stats, and with AWS machine learning and artificial intelligence technology, the NFL has developed ways to uncover deeper insights and expand the fan experience by offering a broader range of advanced stats and visualizations. Visit nextgenstats.nfl.com for all things stats. Next Gen Stats, powered by AWS. Today's horoscope brought to you by GEICO. People will take note of your sunny disposition, Sagittarius. That's because you just switched to GEICO and discovered you could save hundreds of dollars a year on car insurance. However, your newfound inner glow may prompt unfounded rumors. Did you get a promotion? Or you want a juice cleanse? Did they give you too much anesthesia at your dentist appointment? Your secret is safe with us, Sagittarius. GEICO. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. The Houston Texans scratch ticket from the Texas Lottery is your ticket for a chance to win up to $100,000. And it's your opportunity to enter promotional drawings for a chance to win an away game trip on a private plane, VIP season tickets, luxury suite tickets to a home game, and more. So get your Houston Texans scratch ticket today. Houston NFL Holdings LP, all rights reserved. For detailed game odds and information, visit txlottery.org or call 800-375-6886. Must be 18 or older to purchase a ticket or enter a promotional second chance drawing. Play responsibly. At Amogee Bank, it's all about relationships. And in talking with our customers, we found a consistent theme. 
Having a banking professional speak to me on a personal level has meant a lot. Amogee Bank made it happen for us. They make you feel important. You don't get that everywhere. Thank you to Amogee Bank from all of us and all of our families. From our fans to yours. Here's to more family, business, and banking. Amogee Bank, Dines Bank Corporation, NA, and FDIC, official business bank of the Houston Texans. This is Texans Radio. The tradition of postseason college football continues deep in the heart of Houston. Witness the Big 12 take on the SEC at the 2020 Texas Bowl, Thursday, December 31st at NRG Stadium. Don't miss your chance to be a part of a college bowl season unlike any other. Sign up for the wait list at www.thetexasbowl.com to get exclusive pre-sale access, the latest event updates, ticket deals, and more. Transforming the future of healthcare is such a big challenge, some people call it a moonshot. Well, one company accepts the challenge, Cigna. From joint efforts with Talkspace that advance mental well-being to making insulin more affordable for more people, Cigna is going further than anyone imagined. Cigna is aiming higher, much higher. Copyright 2020 Cigna. All Cigna products and services are provided exclusively by or through operating subsidiaries of Cigna Corporation, including Cigna Health and Life Insurance Company or its affiliates. To a child, time spent outside is never a waste. Play is a job and a serious one at that, and each day is a new opportunity for adventure. At Texas Children's Hospital, we're all about happy, healthy kids. And as the official Children's Hospital of the Houston Texans and local sponsor of Play 60, we join our hometown team in hoping that in your house, play never goes out of style. At Jameson, we know a thing or two about making legendary whiskey. Since 1780, every drop of Jameson has been triple distilled. Whether it's neat, on the rocks, or in a delicious cocktail, Jameson is crafted for smooth sipping. So come together, grab a glass, and give the gift of legendary smoothness this holiday season. Jameson. Smoothness is always worth sharing. Taste responsibly. Jameson Irish Whiskey, 40% alcohol by volume, 80 proof. Product of Ireland, 2020. Imported by John Jameson Import Company, New York, New York. Will Fuller's suspended six games. Will the soon-to-be free agent ever play for the Texans again? I think this does make it easier for the Texans to get Will Fuller back next year. Losing Fuller right now? Stinks. But potentially not losing him next year? Doesn't. Insider Access. Exclusive content. Sports Radio 610. The Texans. Play here. Play here. Hey, Texans fans, head on over to Cachada Casino Resort and play the largest and most spacious gaming floor in southwest Louisiana. With wide open spaces to play all of your favorite slots and table games, live bingo, off-track betting, and poker. Plus, beautiful hotels, award-winning cuisine, and Casati Pines, the number one rated golf course in Louisiana. Cachada is the largest casino resort in Louisiana and Louisiana's best bet. Located in Kinder, Louisiana, just east of Lake Charles. Take I-10, exit 44 to Kinder. For more information, visit ccrla.com. What are the experts predicting about this week's big game? Extra points, Saturday nights at 10.30 or after the late local news on ABC 13. Welcome back. Texans All Access on a Tuesday. Uh, Players will be back in the building tomorrow if all goes well across the league, which it should and is expected to. So starting tomorrow, everyone back. Practice resumes. Romeo Cornell back in business again. And you know what? I got to say with Romeo Cornell at the helm, I mean, it's been, it's been quite fun to win two in a row 
in one week. And under Cornell, four and three, the Texans have started to turn things around, maybe too little too late. Had they got off to a hotter start, things would be different right now. But still a lot of fun to watch. And, uh, you know, one of those reasons, definitely Deshaun Watson. Well, I can play the what if game all day long. I mean, what if Cleveland? What if Tennessee? Uh, I mean, those two right there, you're right in the division race, right? Even mm -hmm. one of them, you're in the AFC in the hunt, and you really do have a shot. Now you still need to win out at that point. And right now with a win out, Johnny and I were going over it. What if you won out? What if you got to nine? Would nine do it? I think it's tough, man. I mean, this is the AFC is strong this year. You're going to get a lot of teams with nine or more, and you lost to some of these teams. Cleveland, you know, the Ravens are right there. Uh, we'll see what they end up as uh, because they might have a catastrophic meltdown from here. I was counting on the Browns to have a catastrophic meltdown, and it hasn't happened. The Dolphins keep winning. It's just a disaster when you're looking for all the help you need. But, DP, you said it. I mean, all, all you can do is enjoy every weekend and enjoy watching Deshaun Watson. And the rest of the squad, of course, and Watt pick six, and everybody else making plays, and Reed with a couple of sacks, everything we've mentioned. But it's so special to have a quarterback uh, he's in year four. He signed long term. This is great. You know, and this is why this is an attractive job out there, an attractive situation. You have your quarterback. You have your left tackle. Never mind how you got him, because to the GM and coach coming in here, they don't care. I mean, they care because it affects the draft choices and everything, but they see that. You know, you don't have a first and a second, but oh, wait, we don't have it. We don't have to buy. You know, it's like, I don't have to buy a new car because I have the new car. You know, they might have paid a lot for the new car, the previous owners, but I got the car, you know, so they've got these things to work with things and it's going to be good. But the point is Watson is, is amazing. I, I was thinking maybe another AFC offensive player of the week award, but Kansas city kind of took care of that with Mahomes going nuts. And so mm. did uh, Tyreek Hill, uh, but still, it's fun to watch. I'm enjoying it, and I've never seen really anything like it. You know, this kind of quarterback play. Um, Shab's records are going down left and right, and it's enjoyable to see uh, Watson do his thing. I and think you bring up a good that. point with the coaching search, too, because it's a really a great dress rehearsal for anyone that's out there considering this. I mean, now there's a few more head coaching jobs available. Obviously, the Lions. Obviously, I, I mean, Atlanta, the Texans, and then probably a few more are going to open up. I would Jacks. imagine Jacksonville at some point. They fired their GM after their last loss. Jacks. But just to see what Deshaun's able to do. I mean, I, I think this is his best football that he's played yet. And someone with a vision can come in and say, okay, if I just tweak this, this, and this, add a few pieces here, you know, you've kind of got the makings of a really great recipe. You've, you've got the base going there. You can just add your own flavor and mix it up how you want. And Mark, you've talked about this in the past. When Ryan Fitzpatrick got here, he said, and this is a guy who had traveled around quite a bit. He's always he's a very smart guy. He went to Harvard, et cetera, et cetera. He said, he said this was the toughest offense to learn that he'd ever been in. So in a lot of ways, Deshaun Watson, what he's done this year is and has been in spite of this offense. Now, they've called things differently now that O'Brien's not in and, and Kelly's not in, but still the framework the main stuff you got to kind of follow and you got to go kind of go through in this offense. They've changed a little of that, but not a whole lot. It's like DP saying, I don't think there's too much you got to tweak to really unleash Deshaun Watson. And if you get a really forward thinking offensive mind, I mean, it's, it's really sort of scary for the rest of the league because it's already scary right now with what he's doing in this offense. You know, it's funny because, uh, and I know we, this is not a coaching candidate conversation necessarily, but I keep thinking about this. Like, do you want an offensive coordinator 
as your head coach, uh, is he going to be too obsessed with the offense to deal with the first time issues of being the man in the chair, making all those tough decisions on the entire organization? Right. Or do you want a guy who might be just a leader, just a leader, a great leader, and he's going to delegate that job to somebody, to some hotshot offensive coordinator? I don't know who that would be. It's so much easier said than done. I don't know. I don't know the answers to these questions. We've seen it work out a multitude of different ways in this league, but you know, I agree. There's uh it's, it's going to be the kind of thing where whoever comes in here, whoever's running the offense has to see it and make it just so suited to his abilities that it's going to get even better. And especially the running game, the, the running game drop off to me this year is as big an issue as Anything. I mean, we could talk about, you mentioned it earlier, Drew, the defense not playing well this year early on and starting to warm up here, which is great. The The lack of a running game plays into the lack of defense. It just does. You know, you can't win every game in a grinder, especially against the quarterbacks you were playing earlier this year. You got to keep them off the field with a ground game and a mix of pass and run and score points, which they weren't doing earlier either. I mean, if only there was a coaching candidate that was a former running back that was working with the quarterback that was really a genius <laughs> that's around the same age as Deshaun Watson. I mean, uh, I don't know. I just, but I'm sure those candidates just don't even exist. Um, anyway, uh, the whole, <laughs> the whole point why I bring, I know Mark, Mark's looking at me like, Oh, we're getting to territory. Tampering. Here, are we? we can yeah. talk about it without talking about it. You see? Yeah, I know you, you can dance around name. it all day if we wanted to. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. So yesterday I was on Twitter and I saw this tweet about Baker Mayfield being in second place with the mo- the second most pass attempts consecutively without an interception. He has 123. Who's the first, you might ask? Deshaun Watson. So I pick up the phone. I text Omar Mazoub of PR and I was like, have you seen this stat? Because if Deshaun Watson, he's gone six games now without an interception, can you tell me exactly how many pass attempts that is? Because I could go back. I can, we, it's pretty easy to count the last five games, but in week five, when, when he had his interception, you have to kind of go through play by play. And right, count right. All the pass attempts, which I mean, I could do that, but I don't trust my counting. So he, <laughs> you don't want he, to. And, and also I just don't want to do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Omar didn't take very long. He got back to me 210. So Deshaun Watson has the longest, current running active streak of pass attempts without an interception 210 six games without an interception i think it's the most l- underrated storyline of this offense this year is the fact that he's gone so many games without an interception i had all these people immediately i tweeted that number out i was very proud of it people immediately getting mad at me for jinxing deshaun and i was like where have you people been mm-hmm. every single week we talk about how he hasn't thrown an interception the week before right this is right. something that we've been talking about but i think the rest of the country doesn't quite know how tremendous it is because for one like you mentioned not not very no running game hardly any running game so a lot of passing attempts a lot of passing attempts on top of that Per next-gen stats, Watson has a perfect passer rating on intermediate and deep throws, like he did against the Lions in that game. He had a perfect passer rating. So not only is he throwing more, he's throwing the ball longer, further, et cetera, which you would think would set you up for more interceptions, but it's not. I just think it's a tremendous stat that we need to be talking more about. Yeah, and you know, we talked. I, talk, I think you and I went over it last week on the uh, pregame show. The Texans, and we always, I always talk about turnover differential. The Texans have been bad in that category this year. Right. They've, they've been below water. But that's because they're not getting takeaways. 
They've been, been excellent at not turning the ball over. They were tied for third going into the game last week for the fewest turnovers in the entire NFL. I mean, they've been excellent in that regard. They've just been abysmal as far as getting it back from folks. Now, they had a pretty good game in that regard uh, on, on Thursday, but it's something that it's just one of those weird things. If, if yeah. I told you, if you didn't know what was going on, I'd said, hey, the Texans are going to be third in the league with the fewest turnovers. You would have said, hey, that's great. I'm excited. It's one of those things that is an excellent stat, but it just hasn't worked out that way. Well, it's funny. If you just tell me that, tell me that in on Labor Day weekend, Drew, and I'll say, oh, they're, uh, they're seven and four at worst. Yeah. At worst, third fewest turnovers because they're going to get some takeaways. But it's funny because then you'll have a team, and it's happened here before too, where you know you might not be third. You might be middle of the pack in terms of coughing it up, but your defense is getting so many takeaways that it doesn't matter, that it doesn't even matter. You're just overcompensating for that like they did in 2014 when they had a winning season and they had a gazillion takeaways, and then uh, but they were turning it over too. They had Fitzy throwing some picks. That team probably had more takeaways just backed up in their own red zone than this current team has altogether. I mean, that, sure. that's how good and how weird and random that Texans yeah. team was the, in 2014. The last Watt pick six against Manuel in, uh, against the Bills. I think that I think the Bills were in the red zone or they were close yes, to yes, it. They were. Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, if somebody would have told you at the beginning of the season, Deshaun Watson's going to ha- be playing the best football he's played, six games, no interception. J.J. Watt's going to be healthy. For the first 11 games of the season, he's going to get a pick six. He's yeah. going to get sacks. If I tell you that Will Fuller is going to be healthy, along with Brennan Cooks, that they're both going to be healthy. I mean, you would – what would you guess this record to be? You would not guess it to be four and seven. It's just – No. no. It, just, it just doesn't make sense. But, but now it kind of is because before Watson's play wasn't translating into wins. Now it is. And it, it sort of covers up, you know, your other weaknesses, like the lack of a run game and, and some of your flaws on defense. If you set all that stuff up for me, I would have an assumption that they're running the ball at least well enough. And that mm-hmm. hasn't even come close to being the case. And I, you know, I don't know what to blame that on or whatever. And right now, and by the way, the lack of Watson turnovers, because he has to do so much. I attribute some of that to his willingness. It seemed early on, he wasn't willing to run the ball as much, you know, and, and he was trying to make the play downfield with the arm. But now that he's like selectively running safely, sliding just here and there, here and there, four yards, five yards, I just think it means so much because he's got to manufacture the ground game by himself and it's working. All right. We got one final segment, Mark. You've got a scheduled rant coming up. Oh, We're yes. going to go around the league. We got one final segment that's coming up on Texans All Access. This is Whitney Merciless, and you're listening to Texans Radio. Don't touch that dial or else. Teachers and parents, are you looking for an educational resource to keep your students engaged? The Houston Texans Toro and ConocoPhillips have partnered together to provide Toro's Math Drills. Toro's Math Drills is a free video series that will challenge your students to math topics like fractions, multiplication, division, and place value, all while having fun. Sign up today for free at HoustonTexans.com on the Kids School Program page and run your students through Toro's Math Drills, presented by ConocoPhillips. Go Texans! From annual checkups to managing chronic conditions, taking care of your health should always be a priority. At Houston Methodist, our primary care doctors are available to provide personalized care for you and your family safely. We offer a variety of convenient ways to get care from us, from same-day sick visits to extended hours at select locations. 
and we are taking every precaution to keep you safe during your visit. Choose your doctor or schedule online at HoustonMethodist.org slash stay healthy. The holidays are full of tradition, but it's time they got a little update. In a brand new Hyundai filled with all the latest technology. And now during Hyundai holidays, you'll find big holiday savings on every new Hyundai. Hyundai holidays. Now get 0% APR for up to 72 months on the 2020 and 2021 Tucson. See your local Hyundai dealer or visit buyhyundai.com today. Offer ends 1-4-2021. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. Hi, I'm Tito Beveridge, founder and master distiller at Tito's Handmade Vodka. In 1997, we became the first micro distillery in the state of Texas, and we're still making the same smooth stuff after all these years. We're still cooking in a pot still, working with our dogs by our sides, having fun and tasting batches, and I'm still wearing the same hat even after all these years. Head over to titosvodka.com to learn more about what else we're doing the same. Cheers. 80 proof Tito's Handmade Vodka, distilled and bottled in Austin, Texas. titosvodka.com. Crafted to be savored responsibly. Just a few days after beating the Lions on national television, both Will Fuller and Bradley Roby are suspended six games for PEDs. It's the most unpredictable season in Texans history. What will happen next? When breaking news happens, we'll tell you about it first. Insider Access, exclusive content, Sports Radio 610. The Texans play here. Lots more to break down next on Texans Radio. Welcome to Louisiana's largest casino resort. Come to Cachata Casino Resort and play the largest gaming floor in the Lake Charles area with thousands of the newest, most exciting slots, over 65 table games, live bingo and off-track betting, plus beautiful hotels, award-winning cuisine, and the number one rated golf course in Louisiana. Experience good old Louisiana hospitality Cachata style at Cachata Casino Resort, Louisiana's best bet. Calling all Houston Texans fans. It's time to take it to the house with Ashley Home Store. Enter for a chance to win two tickets to an upcoming Texans home game at NRG Stadium. To enter, simply text TEXANS to 797979 or visit any Houston Ashley Home Store location near you. We have 12 Houston area locations to serve you. Enter today only at Ashley Home Store. This is home. Proud partner of the Houston Texans. At Brookside Equipment Sales, Equipment's our middle name. You owe it to yourself to visit Brookside Equipment. Brookside is your top dealer for everything John Deere. And we're blowing out the competition with hundreds off gators and thousands off tractors, all with great finance offers. Brookside, 45 years with the best deals and treating customers right. Nine locations and now in Conroe. BrooksideUSA.com At Brookside Equipment Sales. We're tough enough to cut it. It's the classic dilemma at Whataburger. You pick up your patty melt with two fresh all-beef patties, melted Monterey Jack cheese, grilled onions, and creamy pepper sauce. And just when you're about to dig into Whataburger's take on this all-time classic, someone utters the dreaded words. Can I have a bite? Should you? Shouldn't you? Maybe you just take a big bite so you don't have to answer. Good thing that dilemma's over. Good thing there's the patty melt at Whataburger. Houston Texans Lux members report up to 12 times ROI on their Lux investment. That's why 50% of Fortune 500 companies in Houston have joined Texans Lux. 
Lux is not just networking and access to the team. It's an asset that will work for you. In a competitive business environment, Lux members earn a return by utilizing the wide variety of Lux benefits. Find out how you can use Texans Lux to grow your business. Visit HoustonTexansLux.com. Red Diamond knows perfect's not easy, like the perfect play, just the right X's and O's. But perfect's worth it. That's why Red Diamond's game plan is crafting the perfect iced tea. No mixes, no concentrate, no additives of any kind. In fact, you'll only find Red Diamond in the refrigerated section. Fresh brewed Red Diamond iced tea. Perfect for your weekend. Pick up some today. What are the experts predicting about this week's big game? Extra points, Saturday nights at 1030 or after the late local news on ABC 13. One final segment of Texans All Access. Calling all Houston area teachers. Want to bring a little Texans football into your classrooms and sign up for Toro's Math Drills presented by ConocoPhillips. Toro's Math Drills is a video series. It's designed to help third and fourth graders tackling math in the classroom. You can go to HoustonTexans.com slash Toro's Math Drills to learn more. All right, this is the part of Texans All Access where we go around the NFL. And the big news today, no positive COVID test for the Ravens. Uh, that we haven't heard that news in over nine days because they've had nine straight days of at least one player testing positive. And that Raven Steelers game, hopefully it's going to be played tomorrow <laughs> night at the very normal time of 2.40 p.m. Central time on a Wednesday on NBC. And that adds a domino effect to the rest of the game. So now the Steelers, they can't play on Sunday after playing a Wednesday game, right? So now their game against Washington will be – Monday at 4 p.m., the following Monday, that is. And then the Ravens, they're going to have to host the Cowboys on Tuesday, December 8th at 7.05 p.m. because that was supposed to be a Thursday game. So um, a lot of uh, a lot of shuffling around due to this Ravens matchup. And they had their walkthrough Monday and today. So looks like things are on track for Wednesday, Mark. But I feel like uh, you are not too happy about this news. Am I correct? I'm not happy with the game on in the afternoon. Now, I... And look, I haven't read deeply into this, but I'm thinking, why can't you put it on one of the other NBC networks, right? I, they have a tree lighting at Rockefeller Center. Now, Rockefeller Center tree lighting is so special. It really is nice. It's on national television. They've got all these musical artists performing. Dolly Parton. God bless Dolly Parton. I, I'm not even kidding. I love Dolly I Parton. I do love Dolly Parton. Awesome. Though, yes. I love her story. I mean, she came from nothing. She grew up with a dirt floor, nothing, nothing. Not, and Dolly Parton made a huge success of herself, and she's a tremendous businesswoman. And but, she donated $1 million for the COVID-19 yes. vaccine. Mm-hmm. She we did. should she name did. it the Dolly vaccine, I think. But I mean, that would make it more more attractive. I would take it. More attractive to take the vaccine. Plus, but anyway, Come Again <laughs> is one of the greatest songs of all time. Yes, and she wrote I Will Always Love You, which was a, a hit by Whitney oh, Houston, but she wrote the song. That. You didn't know that she wrote the song and uh, and it became a huge hit. Anyway, the music portion of this program is now over. But (laughs) to me on Wednesday night, why can't you put it on? uh, You're not going to put on MSNBC. I get it because they probably get pretty good ratings anyway um, on a primetime scale. But you Bravo, it's NFL football on Bravo or CNBC (laughs) or E or Peacock or Mm -hmm. one of these. You know, why can't you put it on one of those networks? I don't know. Uh, Now you have it on in the afternoon. But here's what I'm thinking that they're thinking. They're thinking, you know what? Everybody's home because of COVID anyway. They're going to blow off work and watch our game. That's what it is. We're going to get a big number or big enough, a bigger number than we would have gotten on Bravo in prime time. You know what I think they could have done? I think they could have done a split screen 
Raven Steelers <laughs> <laughs> Christmas tree lighting. I mean, the play-by-play -play and the color commentators would not have been happy, but I would have just muted them for the musical performances and yep. then put them right back up when you're just doing the lighting and all the the play-by-play -play of the tree, which nobody really cares about that anyway. I would just I, that would be a ratings bonanza. Do you know how many people in this country would be happy because? Half the house that wants to watch the Christmas tree lighting gets to watch the Christmas tree lighting. And the other half the house that wants to watch Steelers Ravens gets to watch Steelers Ravens. I, I don't get make it as big a deal out of the tree lighting as they are because New York is dead right now. I mean, it's lockdown city and maybe they want to make a big deal about New York and try to, you know, show some kind of sign of life from the Big Apple. I mean, it's it's awful there right now. You can't go to that. Now, I don't know. You guys have been to Rockefeller Center, right? I mean, it's mm -hmm. it's great. I'm mean, around the holidays in a non-COVID world. It's so special to just visit and see the tree and, you know, walk around Fifth Avenue. It's just terrific. Right now, it's like a ghost town. You feel like Will Smith and I am legend. Well, Indianapolis has a monument circle and they have their own Christmas tree lighting, which is not at all Rockefeller Center. But I can only imagine what Rockefeller Center would have been like in a non-COVID world. Uh, yeah. with people and the mobs but I think you know I think in the holiday I've seen so many people put their trees up early this year I just think people want to just get to the holiday season and oh, have yeah. some cheer so I don't think you can take away the Christmas tree lighting yeah, maybe you're right I you think know would have been really angry about that I think you're right people have put up their decorations they were going a week before Thanksgiving who's our producer for our tv shows his girlfriend put their tree up in the summertime and I said surely that's not gonna last and he threw Halloween decorations on it because he said she will not take it down she, she wants her holiday season here I'm fine with <laughs> this being lying. on I'm fine with this being on at three in the afternoon because my kids have gotten into football so they're gonna come home from school oh. and they'll have something to watch like they will Robert is already my seven-year-old's already rewatched the Thanksgiving game probably about five times since uh, it was played so oh. they'll be fine with it and you, Mark, you just peeled off the the names of NBC channels. Mm -hmm. I didn't know any of those. I knew Peacock was. I didn't know any of those were NBC. You know Bravo. You know Bravo, Drew. I didn't know it was an NBC. You channel. know CNBC was. I know what box. they are. I didn't know they were. I didn't know they were. Why do you? Didn't know that. Don't watch e. How does Mark know all this? Is what I, I want to know. Know what it is. I didn't know. know it's I know that umbrella. And if I don't know it, I guarantee you there are millions that don't know it. Put it on the broadcast. It's hard enough when it goes on ESPN. It's on cable. Yeah, yeah, you're right. This you're is right. not college basketball. Right. This well, you, no, even college basketball is terrible. It's like it's on True TV. What? Yeah. What's that? I've never seen it before in my life. You're gonna probably get flamed by True TV. For or or the way the baseball playoffs used to be when it's like it's on ABC Family Channel. What is that? I don't even know what that is. I hate that. Yeah. Well, you know what? I do like that a whole new demographic of of football fans gets to watch the game because you're right. They come home from school. They get to watch. They'll get to watch yeah. the yeah. entire game. Mm -hmm. Unlike like the old, night you know what? Yeah. You guys have sold me. It's like it is. It's like when the baseball, when World Series was on in the afternoon, and the the teacher would roll the TV into the classroom. And it's like the old <laughs> days. All right, let's do it. I'm sold. <laughs> rant is over. We've we've diffused yep. Mark's you, rant. All right, and that's going to do it for Texans All Access. I mean, what more? How much more successful of a show could we have? Yep. Uh, Drew's got Texans extra points coming up this weekend because it's a normal week once again. Who do you have on your on your show this week? Travis Johnson. It's oh. always fun when Travis gets involved. So former number one overall pick for the Texans or for first round pick for the Texans. He'll be on with us. He'll have many, many opinions to share about what's going on here in Texans land. Number one in our hearts right after that Texans 360 coming up. We've got Texans replay. That's going to do it for Texans all access. Thank you to Jacob for working on the show. Drew, Mark, I'm DP. As always, thanks for listening and go Texans. Oh.
This is Texans Radio on Sports Radio 610. Today tastes like game day at home. Like assigned couch seating. <laughs> tastes like coffee table dining. And an ice cold Coke to cool down the heat. It tastes like the game you've waited for all week with friends you've known your whole life. <laughs> Today tastes like watching football is supposed to. And it never tasted this good. Coca-Cola. Together tastes better. The Houston Texans, Toro and NOV, have partnered with the Sam Houston Area Council of Boy Scouts of America to present Toro Takes the Bull Out of Bullying. Toro Takes the Bull Out of Bullying, presented by NOV, is an educational assembly about preventing bullying. This year, the Texans and NOV have created an anti-bullying patch for students in the Scout Reach program. Scouts who complete Toro's anti-bullying quiz on HoustonTexans.com will receive the patch. The Texans, NOV, and the Boy Scouts are proud to help stop bullying across Houston. Hey Texans fans, Drew Doherty here. Are you looking for a new home? First Community Credit Union has everything from purchase loans to construction loans, VA loans, and more. With our competitive rates, low to no closing costs, and rate match guarantee, FCCU can help you navigate home ownership. Discover your options at FCCU and get pre-approved today at FCCU.org forward slash home loans. First Community Credit Union is the official credit union of the Houston Texans. First Community Credit Union is an equal housing opportunity lender. Texans fans, if your head's in the game, you're not thinking of hunger. But keep an eye on that scoreboard, because if your team scores two touchdowns at this week's game, you'll score a free Jumbo Jack at Jack in the Box when you purchase a large drink. Stop by a participating Jack in the Box location the day after the game to get your touchdown celebration meal on. Touchdown! Now, how's that for some extra points? I'm a Verizon engineer, and today we're turning on 5G across the country, including right here in Houston, with the coverage of 5G nationwide and in more and more cities, the unprecedented performance of ultra-wideband. It will change your phone and how businesses do everything. I'm proud because we didn't build it the easy way. We built it right. This is the 5G America's been waiting for, only from Verizon. 5G ultra-wideband available only in parts of select cities. 5G nationwide available in 1,800 plus cities. Houston Texans Lux is the only membership that gives you connections to the top business professionals in Houston and unprecedented access to Texans events. Sign up for the 2021 Lux waitlist. In this uncertain environment, you can count on Houston Texans Lux to work for you. Contact us today for more information on limited Lux memberships. Visit HoustonTexansLux.com or call 832-667-2299. More Texans Radio is on the way. Hey, parents and teachers. We know teaching kids at home can be hard, and teaching math can be even harder. Well, Schlumberger and the Houston Texans are here to make math fun with the Texans Stats Challenge. Get your student in the game with worksheets, videos, tips, and more to make math fun using the game of football. All for free. The Stats Challenge, presented by Schlumberger, is designed for sixth grade students and covers a variety of math topics. Find the Stats Challenge and other great resources as we continue to huddle at home at HoustonTexans.com community. Hey, Texans fans, count on Fox Sports Southwest for wall-to-wall Texans coverage. Make sure you're watching Texans Game Day on Fox Sports Southwest for wall-to-wall Texans pregame coverage. And you can always catch up with up-to-the-minute Houston Texans reports and showtimes on FoxSportsSouthwest.com. 
There's no other fan like a Texans fan. And there's no other network delivering Texans football like the team at Fox Sports Southwest. This is a Crown Royal water break. Reminding you to stay hydrated and stay royal. No one wants to be that guy on game day. So take a water break and moderate your drinking to be the best fan you can be. Because the key to victory is making it to the finish line. That was a Crown Royal water break. Stay hydrated and stay royal. Please drink responsibly. Crown Royal blended Canadian whiskey. 40% alcohol by volume. The Crown Royal Company, New York, New York. The number three means perfection. To some, it even evokes the divine. Introducing the BMW 3 Series, an icon that lives on like never before. Choose between the advanced and dynamic 330i, the adrenaline-inducing M340i, or the electrified 330e. You decide. The icon evolved. The 3. BMW, the ultimate driving machine. Take advantage of exceptional offers today. Visit HoustonBMWDealers.com for details. From kickoff to the two-minute warning, H-E-B has all you need to make your game day spread a touchdown. For the starting lineup, H-E-B's freshly made guacamole and salsas are a delicious play. And for meat lovers, H-E-B Prime One steaks and burgers are a sizzling way to get your grill on. Plus, pick up the extras like H-E-B's our finest paper towels, Texas tough trash bags and foil. From food to snacks to defensive sacks, home gating is a win with H-E-B. Hey, Texans fans, head on over to Cachada Casino Resort and play the largest and most spacious gaming floor in southwest Louisiana. With wide open spaces to play all of your favorite slots and table games, live bingo, off-track betting, and poker. Plus, beautiful hotels, award-winning cuisine, and Casati Pines, the number one rated golf course in Louisiana. Cachada is the largest casino resort in Louisiana and Louisiana's best bet. Located in Kinder, Louisiana, just east of Lake Charles. Take I-10, exit 44 to Kinder. For more information, visit ccrla.com.